0: Get your Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone from Sony today, on plan or outright, from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony with world-first smartphone technology like super slow-motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition, a camera so advanced it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's, visit sonymobile.com forward slash au. Merrickville 104.9 Triple M. Welcome to Ah! Merrickville. Merrickville.
1: I'm sorry, were you just about to pick up a Woodstock can of bourbon and cola? No! Treat yourself, Sydney. Get a JD can. It's Friday! (laughs) Yes! What a weird thing to say. Well, well, why wouldn't you? Like, you're giving
2: a good message to the people of Sydney, and uh, I tell you what, this city, like, I already love you. You don't
1: have to win me over, but today, cracking day. Justin Hamilton with me in the studios today. Lots to talk about. All your favourite regulars. We'll be doing a footy preview. We'll be talking about mansplaining. And, oh, look out, if it wasn't Friday, it wasn't dangerous enough with me in the studios. Akmal's joining us soon. Oh, my God. Have you run this past the uh, higher-ups at Triple M? Mm. They know what happens when he when he comes in here, yeah. like... Surprise, Akmal! <laughs> Big thanks to the Xperia XZ Premium smartphone from Sony. Great to have your company, Sydney. Justin Hamilton with me this afternoon. Very shortly, we'll be joined by Akmal Saleh when shit will just get weird. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie, it'll get crazy. But I have to... Have to start off the show, uh, Hamo, with Mm. an intervention on a person who started an intervention. Oh, really? Right.
2: Wow, this is getting it this is an inception intervention. Yes, yeah, I love it.
1: It's taken me a little a few days too. I've brewed on it slowly and uh thought about it way too much. Have you ever had to, Hamo, in your life, had a position where you've had to have an intervention with a friend where you've had to say, Look, I think you're, you know, drinking too much or you're um, you know, uh, you know what, you are too fat for white jeans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll be honest. I have actually thought that often, but I've never had the balls to uh, say it out loud. I have had to have the intervention with a good friend who, uh, lovely guy, has a bit to drink and is a bit handsy. Now, I I know there's nothing wrong with it, uh, but with the look you on his... or with the other people? Oh, just about everyone. He's just—he's <laughs> just a bit too lovely. You can say,
1: you can say Lawrence Moon. <laughs> can I? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, and then sort of had to say, "Hey man, uh, you know, when you have a bit to drink, you get a bit handsy, and I don't think the wife's going to be too happy, Lawrence. So you know." Uh, <laughs> and then it was fine.
1: <laughs> okay, because there was a there was a moment the other day where. It was an unwanted, uninvited, and certainly um, unexpected intervention here on the show. Right. Where I just thought I was just being a regular dude, just doing my thing. Yeah. And then old mate Liam, my producer, who I thought was a good friend. <laughs> yeah, that just, one there. Yeah, yeah. Just pulled a mini intervention with, on me whilst we were on air. Oh, really? Yeah, over something that I thought was completely normal. Well, what was it?
3: Mm, We've got the audio out. You get into a bit of a zone when you exercise. Oh, yeah. I've seen you. Bit of Lana Del Rey. You need to get some bigger shorts, but yeah. What? You (laughs) wear very short shorts when you go running.
1: (laughs) What? When have you seen that? You come into work still in your exercise gear. No, I don't. You do. No, I don't. You did last week. I did once, two weeks ago, after going for a run around the city. Yeah,
3: and I saw the size shorts you (laughs)
1: were. They were a pair of standard size running shorts, mate. They're running
3: shorts. That you'd stolen from your eight-year-old son, Wolf.
1: hang on. Okay, so... Liam brings it to my attention that apparently my shorts are too short. I'm not saying they're too short, but
2: Kylie Minogue would have looked at them and said, that's too much. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying they're too short, but anyone who's anaphylactic sees you coming and gets out of the way. And they're not made of gold tinsel. (laughs) Maybe you just had a hungry bum. Like, what's going on? Maybe they were fine to begin with.
1: Well, now I've got this wicked sense of, like, uh, self-awareness and paranoia because bloody old mate here says that, you know, I've got these kind of you know, hammock revealing shorts. Right. So I go for a run <laughs> yep. as I would normally do after this conversation. Went for a run. I uh, must have been on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. So I go for a run and I become super self conscious. So I right. go for a run. And I'm just going. Hang on a second. And I literally, you know, because you get a bit of wind. It was, you know, it was a windy day. A bit of a gust. It's blowing up the. the oh, you the mean bulbs. like the
2: like nature? I thought you'd eaten some beans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right.
1: And I've just gone. Hang on a second. Is the banana hammock. Is it? Is it lost? one of the bananas as is, is oh, a pineapple no. fallen out and I've stopped. Right. I've slowed down. I've stopped to check make sure everything's there because I'm running around. There's, there's women with prams and stuff. Yeah. Like,
4: I don't want to be <laughs> Wait,
2: I don't want to s- be charged. Hang with on something. a sec, Mez. Let's just go back over your description of that. The banana, I'm guessing, is your penis. That's what I'm <laughs> guessing, right? But are you saying <laughs> that one of your testicles is like a pineapple because there is something out of sorts there? Like a little bit of kiwi fruit, I'd get that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with your- the regular old no, fruit bowl down it's, there?
1: It's, it's prickly, and then there's no, this weird, okay. unnecessary green growth at the top of it. Uh, I, Karumba. Uh- <laughs> oh, Mez. Don't turn that into a hat. Um, <laughs> yeah. But oh my the Lord. fact
3: that you're still wearing those shorts means my message didn't get through. No,
1: I I, nothing gets through to me. You know that. M- I'm mate. not a person who enjoys learning.
3: If he was in the X-Men, that would
2: be his mutant ability. The power to not learn any lessons <laughs> from what happens with Magneto.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. So I want to know, 13353, 3, 3, when have you had to tell a mate, right? When you've had to pull them aside and you've had to say to them, look, I'm sorry, this is a borderline intervention. Yeah. If Or you've had to have an intervention. Preferably something more humorous. I have had to say to a mate before, uh, and this is some time ago, I said to him, look, mate, no one else is going to say it, but I will, because we all know that I'm that person. <laughs> You're going bald. No, oh. You can't have a ponytail anymore. Yeah. You look ridiculous. Yeah. You have to let it go. And he just goes, really? And yeah. I said, "Yeah." Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, well then I cut off the ponytail and everything's yeah. been fine <laughs> since, right? Uh huh. 100. percent. I'm back on track. I've t- and here's the thing: is old mate intervention there, Liam? I've told him before. You're going bald. Right. You're going bald shave off your hair and he's still trying to hang on to it
2: by the way all our listeners I'm hoping that when you did an intervention with your friends you didn't do it on air like yeah, exactly. <laughs> do it in front of things
1: how's Liam bullying Far me like that out. with my shorts just because he's going bald right and he's it was only in his early 30s and he's already going bald and he right. needs to let his hair go God. he bullies me about my shorts
2: man I'm going to go and talk to Jamie Angel about this you've yeah. got a witness
1: 13353. Three. <laughs> have you had to tell her mate the, un, the uh, awkward or, or uncomfortable truth yeah, mm. had to stage an in intervention and let them know that maybe their shorts are too short, or that they're bald, or that they shouldn't wear mesh singlets. Whatever it is, <laughs> one triple three five three, testicle. or they've got a, they've got a nut that looks like a <laughs> football. <laughs> Taking calls now on about mm. interventions when you've had to tap a mate on the shoulder and say, I'm sorry, but your shorts are too short. Man, mm. you copped it to
3: your face while you're on air from Liam.
1: And I cool. like Liam, but come on, man. Well, no, this felt the
3: safest environment I to deliver least, no. the intervention. Oh, right, because you have the big desk in front of you. Big desk in front of me, <laughs> and he's also uh, legally not allowed to s- you know say certain words or physically harm me. Oh, okay. So there's, a, there's a recorded <laughs> record of it in I, here. I've got to be honest, Mez. He's just turned me around. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's anything you'd like to tell me, now's the time. Oh, okay, have thing.
1: okay, have a think. Oh, right. Georgie's called through. Oh, <laughs> oh, Sorry, blocked caller. Let's get to Zach in Cronulla. G'day, Zach.
5: G'day, mate. How you going?
1: Very good indeed. Have you had to have a little bit of an in- intervention, a tap on a shoulder with a mate?
2: Mate, I've had to have, have an intervention because there's one bloke, whenever we go out, who just always writes himself off to the point where he becomes someone else's problem. He's, you know, he's, he's out there, he has one, two cans, too many, and then uh, no one can find him for the next two days. And, and how oh, old is know, he now, like, Zach? fun How old is he? Oh, 27.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah he's right. too old for that sort of caper. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Married, married as well, you know. Oh, for how well much longer t- do you reckon? So, <laughs> 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 oh, not long, not long. Uh, yeah, the, the intervention
2: uh, didn't go too well either because uh, it, was, it was with myself. <clears throat>
1: Oh, oh, Zach, you're the guy. Oh, yeah. I'm bloke. You're the guy, and you're married, yeah. and you have to have an intervention yeah. with yourself. That's like, the that's that's sort of ridiculous stupidity that I would go on with. I'd have an intervention with myself, and I'd lose. Mate, I had an yeah, intervention exactly, with myself right. before I got here, and uh, that's, <laughs> why I'm, that? that's why I'm fired up.
2: But uh, <laughs> hey, uh,
1: how's everything worked out,
2: Zach? Are you back on track? Oh, yeah, you know, until next weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Seriously. laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey, Zach? One week at a time. Uh, one week at a time, <laughs> one buddy. One week at a time, hero. Okay.
3: That's
1: <laughs> do That's right, mate. Bloody hero. Inspiration is, Zach. Mate. Let's get to George and Epping. Hello.
2: Yeah, how you going, Merrick?
1: Very good, mate. All right. You've had to have a, a tap on the shoulder to a mate and give him a, the, the hard truth.
2: Yeah, mate of mine, after everything he says, he says, do
1: you know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. And, and what... Do you know what
2: I
3: mean? The sky, the sky is blue. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I think I understand what that means.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do understand what you mean because what you're saying is really basic. So, uh, how, do you how, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do know what you mean. But uh, hey, how did it go? How did you uh, go about the intervention? Uh,
5: I just said, do you know that you say that after every sentence? And he goes,
3: really? No, I didn't realize that.
1: You, so, know, you know what, George? I've got a mate of mine who does exactly the same thing. And it, it, I've never said anything, but it drives me nuts. And it's funny that it seems to be a common thing with some people. They say, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I,
2: I couldn't handle it anymore. I just had to had to say something. Yeah. Like you just gave me the, uh, yeah, the somethings.
3: And has he stopped it, George?
1: No. <laughs> What's that? George? Yep. Is it like, Zach, is it you?
3: <laughs> no, it's not me. Uh, no. I, got, I got my own problems.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: right. you <laughs> <laughs> cool, George. Might be a mild form of Tourette's. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's, yeah. Uh... <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> Luke in Campbellton. Hello, Luke. Yeah, how I am Eric. Very good, mate. All right. You've had to do a bit of an intervention for a mate? Well, I had an intervention pulled on me. By oh. of my mate. Yes. All right, go okay, um the the gist of it was you got to stop sticking it in crazy. what oh,
3: Jesus uh, <laughs>
1: okay, I had a habit of picking some real real crazy women
3: right oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, so, let's, let's be careful with the language here, like, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Le- yeah. Liam's yeah. about to have an intervention on himself, and uh, <laughs> I'm about to intervene what? on you, like, so, It's called the dump button. So,
2: so yeah. what? So what happened? Uh, did you did you have a couple of friends take you aside and say, uh, yeah. you know, that girlfriend that over there that's eating crayons, we think she might not be right for
1: you,
4: or? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was a case of you, you're too nice of a guy. You keep pull, you keep pulling all these birds that are just a bit too crazy. Mm, mm. Luke, I've, and, got a, um, I've got a
1: cure for it because I had a, the same affliction when I was younger. Marry them. I <laughs> did, and I'm now going through a divorce. no. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. So that's where you got it wrong, Luke. You stay right. with them and have children. <laughs> surprise, Akmal!
6: Hello. Hi, well, thanks for having me again. Yes. I can't believe you keep having me. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Just... That's, we feel the same. <laughs> wow. Well, God. that's why it's called Surprise, Akmal. It's a Surprise. It's, I'm surprised that I'm back. But uh, I just want to, you know, up front, I just want to <laughs> declare, b- before people ask me, because I'm sick of being asked this, <laughs> here we go. I am not related to the Bomb Brothers. <laughs> oh, really? They are not my brothers. <laughs> They're not even my cousins. I ha- I don't even know them. Well, Please te- stop asking me that. I'm tearing up all these <laughs> questions here that I had prepared. God, yes. Mm. Apparently, it's, it was a sophisticated operation. Like, well, well, then we know you weren't involved. But how, well, yeah. that's There's one for a start. That requires discipline. Right. But uh, how sophisticated? It's a meat grinder. Oh, yeah. Did th- th- they try like an egg? beat it first. Said, right. no, that's not going to work. People are on to us. Mate, no. get, get the potato <laughs> peeler. Get the potato peeler. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I'm going to peel the, the, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. i got nothing to do with it. And yeah. I, Well, Well, here's here's the
1: thing though, right? They've tried to use a a meat mincer, right? When the fact is all they had to do was just get a Thermomix and the Thermomix would have blown up on its own. Right. (laughs) That's great advice. That's great. It's it's, uh, (laughs) true. They've blown up. There goes our
3: chance to get sponsored by Thermomix on the show. Oh, you
1: know what? And Merrick. I (laughs) can (laughs) live with that. If this show's not sponsored by (laughs) by Thermomix, I'll be okay. Does this show
6: go to Punchbowl?
1: Uh Yes, it does. Well, yeah, you should have thought of that. You know? yeah. I, I, I didn't think of that. But uh, okay. Yeah. In the in league, who do you support? Who's your team, I, Well, see, I grew up... that because one yeah, of the guys yeah. was photographed wearing a Canterbury Bulldogs. Well,
6: when we, when we first moved to Australia, we literally lived in a house opposite um, Belmore Oval. So, you know, it was you know, fitting that I support the Roosters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did. I supported the Roosters for years because yeah. they won. When, they, when we yeah. the right. first year, when we were in Australia, they won the grand final. So I want, you know, when you're a kid, you just yeah. go for the winning team. Yeah. And, and, you know, the Bulldog supporters were, you know, people who used to bully me. So I thought, right. stuff them. I'll and show they still them. do. They still do. They right. still follow me. <laughs> They're that, still being bullied. Has that been a weird? They keep
2: showing that photo of that guy in his in his top cheering, and uh, I don't know if that's the right photo to be showing. Like, because every yeah, time I, I see that photo, it kind of makes me think, well, well, he he might not be the best of guys, but he we could
1: talk sport. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you haven't you're seen the photo? You're talking about the very no. th- people that you were talking about when you opened up the conversation. Oh, right, right. You yeah, started no. the, <laughs> accused, the accused terrorist. Oh, That's my God. God.
6: When I was a kid, man, you but know... You, if, you're if, if, not even on your own page, mate. No, no. <laughs> I'm putting these questions when, back on the table. When, when they... Sh- <laughs> When these supporters, when the when the Bulldog supporters lost, they'd set the stadium on fire. Right. And when they won in celebration, they would set the stadium on fire. Right. Yeah, okay. And so, so it was fire. What,
1: what you're hoping for is a
6: draw? Is a, yeah. draw. Yeah. <laughs> a draw then was a punch-up. Yeah. <laughs> it was a punch-up. Well, they were frustrated. They didn't yeah. know. they have got all these things to set on fire. Uh, yeah, That's right. They, they had their matches ready. And, uh, it was a good match. Right. That's what they meant when they said
1: yeah. it was a good match. Well, you're on, uh, you're on at the Comedy Store tonight. Yes, um, I am. Um, uh, Hammer and I both know that this is probably one of the best venues in the entire country, isn't the Comedy Store? Yeah, in yeah. Because no, we, no, we,
6: no. me and Hammer have done a lot of the shitholes.
2: holes. Oh man! In the country, mate, all we've... all up uh, Western Australia. Australia uh, uh, that's right.
1: Have you, d- have you guys done a place called Warnambool in, in Southern Victoria? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I nearly got punched up there,
6: mate. That's nothing. Time. That's that's like the luxury gig compared mate. to what we we did. Carratha. Uh, Port yeah, right. Hedland. i sorry. Do you get to places that aren't detention centres? <laughs> yeah. No. No.
1: This, this place we're is... on the detention centre tour. Is, is this? Do you take Akmal as like your, your detention centre uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. operative? So you Mate. just go. Akmal, can you speak detention centre uh, to these guys? No, so you
2: speak their language. I, 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 yeah. I don't want to embarrass him, but he kills in Nauru. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. No, but we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> After that gig, after that tour that me and Howard yeah. did together, I yeah. specifically said in my contract, I said I only want to b- perform in towns where the people who live there have fully evolved right <laughs> and that was that was just a, you know because we went we were in um, one night we were in um, Port Hedland yeah and I don't think Hammo's been there before that and, was my first I, time and I tried to warn him yeah mm. and he had this idea that he wanted to go to a pub and watch the basketball
2: I did have that <laughs> and idea and I said
6: I said Hammo this is not the kind of town where <laughs> basketball is considered a sport, a sport. A sport. <laughs> yeah. and I said be yeah. careful and, yeah. and so I went with him yeah and 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 with and you went and asked this guy, and, and we were really we were considered posh because we were wearing pants. Uh, yeah, and had our teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and and he goes up to the manager and says, "Hi, excuse me, can you um, can you the No, you're making a, me sound gay. It's only I? relative
2: what to the people who were there. I know I've got an Adelaide accent, but come on. <laughs>
6: yeah, hang okay. So when I was there, it was Do it in of, the accent. Hi, um, could you put <laughs> put on the basketball, please? We're we're Canadians."
2: <laughs> I, said, nah, I did not say <laughs> the comedian's you bit. I just asked if come on, you, this is assassination. There's <laughs> no, <laughs> he's nowhere
6: <laughs> near, he's And seen. he looked and he is, no, mate, we no basketball here. And as soon as he finished that sentence, I swear to God, a fight broke out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It did, didn't it? Yeah. It was like one guy said, basketball's not a
2: sport, and the other one said, yes, it is. And then 15 minutes later, the cops were there. The Mm. cops were there. The (laughs) cops
6: were there permanently,
1: I think. Okay. If you'd like to see Akmal perform tonight, you can go to the (laughs) comedy store. We can't guarantee that there will be a fight over basketball, but I can't guarantee that there won't be. You can't. I can't guarantee that. You don't know. (laughs) Uh, know. Tonight, you're performing from 7pm. You're doing a whole hour, essentially. Now, (laughs) I should put... As you would know this hammer. Um's idea of an hour is not like yours and my idea of an hour. Yes. Because uh, our idea of an hour is 60 minutes. I'm like
6: Doctor Who, I mess with time. Yes. yes. No, you just you just And you're a woman it. now. I'm a woman now. Right. That's you know right. you
2: know what the you um, know what the classic Akma move is? The classic Arkmail yeah. move is to have your allotted time to do a little bit over, and then when everyone backstage is ready to go, you say, Oh, I've got to go, but uh, would you like some more? And the audience loves you, so what do they yeah, do? Yeah. They want
6: some more. That's right. I'm so mate, I remember doing a it, gig. It, like it's sorry, like to go see nine hours of <laughs> yeah. stand up tonight. I, I, I this remember, is never getting me back now? No, no, no <laughs> yeah, I remember the uh, gig uh,
2: last year in Parramatta where you were headlining in Sydney. No way, <laughs> <Yes. Like, laughs> yeah, mate. You, okay. Mate, it's, 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 Akmal no, 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 is a dangerous no, no, one to do Akmal was was doing twenty five minutes at the end of the at the end of the gig and you got to 27 and everyone was like, God, he's going to be wrapping up soon. I said, where is he at? I said, 27. I said, mate, mm. he's got another 15 in him. And then just at that point you said, oh, I'm getting the light. I'm getting the light. Oh, who wants me to do
6: longer? Everyone went, Yay. Yeah, Turned yeah. out another 20. And you know what it was? All killer. You killed. It was cool. Yeah. But, but, but to be fair to me, yeah. I, 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 there was no one following me. I no. Was, I was on last. So I yeah. felt, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm I... seed for you and yeah. I'm there backstage just going for <laughs> Akmal. Yeah, well, you know, you know that... For Akmal's sake. Well, no no offence to the comedians I was with, but, you know... I'm I, right and here. I, and I use I the comedian the term comedians loosely, but I, I felt <laughs> the audience for, you know, the, considering they paid a fair bit of money, they deserved some laughs. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm so kidding. So you welcome <laughs> the MC back? Well, ah, <laughs> okay. got, oh, got me there. <laughs> uh, okay,
1: we're going to get... Our, just, <laughs> just turning on each other. Akmal, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sali and Justin Hamilton with me this afternoon. Afternoon. Here
0: comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor.
4: The next billion seconds are the most important in human history as technology transforms the way we live and work. The smartphone, barely a decade old, has given billions access to information and capacities they've never had before. It's changing what we can do, and it's changing the shape of the future. So what does that future look like? Hi, I'm Mark Pesci, the host of The Next Billion Seconds, a new show on Podcast One. Join me as I speak to some of the brightest minds shaping that world, the people who are spending their lives forming that future. We'll hear about their work in helping shape those next billion seconds. Listen at podcastone.com.au or on the Podcast One app.
1: And my good friend, Akmal Sali, Hello. joins us. Great to have you here. Your show, Transparent, tonight, 7 p.m. at the Comedy Store. Go and see Akmal. Hurry he- up. There's only 370 tickets left. That's, oh, that's garbage. You know what's happened.
6: i yeah. bet you any money, it's already probably sold out. <laughs> yeah, or there's like crazy. two tickets left, and you've come yeah. on to promote a show that you've already sold. That's, yeah, I, I tend to do that. And if it's not selling well, I just go, no, don't promote it, because it looks like, it looks desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you feel embarrassed. No, exactly. don't come along. no, no. <laughs> uh,
1: now, Hammer, you've yeah. been you've been told off. Yeah. <laughs> Online. Not, not on this show, not just by Arkmal. No, for yeah. real. No, nah, online. like uh, I'm real.
2: Yeah, you are real. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> um, no, so I'm uh, I'm a Doctor Who fan, and I'm very excited that there's going to be a female Doctor. Mm. So it's time for uh, a change. Yeah. And uh, I like the actress, uh, Jodie Whittaker. I think she's fantastic. And it's been interesting, the people online who are getting upset about it. Uh, my two favourites are the, uh, the guys who say, uh, what am I going to tell my kids? What am I going to tell my kids? And it's like, well, what? you know... You know what, Uh, in a show that's about uh, a character who's been played by 12 different actors who travels through time and space in a spaceship that's bigger on the inside than on the outside and goes to lots of different planets, the hardest thing to explain is the gender. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is is how you do it. You, you, You sit your kid down and you say, you know how the Doctor's an alien and he regenerates and becomes someone new. He's now a woman. Yeah. That's it. That's how yeah. easy
1: it is. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything to explain at all. I'd right. I was just, just going, you know how sometimes when we go to the doctor's kids and you might have a male doctor or you might yeah. have a female doctor.
6: Yeah. It's well, the or, same or, now. Yeah. Or, or, you know, you know.
1: Because you know doctors how, could sometimes be women and women can sometimes be doctors although, if they
6: choose. Although these days, you know, you could, you could say, you know, you know how, how dad used to be a man. Oh yeah, and, and now he went back and had this, and he come back and he's oh, a, he's a female. Right.
1: I see you, you know, you know, like Bruce Jenner kind of, doctor yeah, yeah.
6: you know, right,
1: Doctor Bruce Jenner, yeah, Doctor Caitlyn Jenner, didn't, exactly, didn't need okay. an operation, was a yes. time lord, just did them just themselves, did, yeah, right? you know, that, that,
6: that's something I'm never going to do, like a sex change, because I would be such an ugly woman, you'd be the, oh, uh, hey, ugly. Ugly. No, I'd be ugly, believe no, in no. yourself, <laughs> mate, I accept, I, it. I accept it, yourself. Just, I'm acceptable as I a man. We'll that. get back to Halbert's point in a
1: second because I know that there's part two mm. of this, but just before we do, let's just digress for a moment. What would be a really beautiful name for uh, Akmal as a woman? What are we thinking? Akmala. Oh, no. No, no, too no, obvious.
2: obvious. Yeah. Um... Jane. <laughs> Jane, <laughs> Jane Saleh.
6: No. Sure. Oh, what about Peter? P E T A. Well, I used to be yeah. Peter when yeah. I started. Yeah, yeah, when you pretended you weren't Arabic. Yeah, so people, because, yeah. you know, Arabs weren't as popular as they yeah. are today. Oh, they're. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so times have moved on yeah thank god right <laughs> yeah yeah am i allowed but, to do that yes <laughs> you are <laughs> of course you are <laughs> only you are allowed yeah thank but, you but uh but uh you know i i would probably you know if you know t- to in that line i'd probably if i was a woman i'd be cheryl, yep. cheryl. okay Cheryl. yeah okay. Cheryl, cheryl, Sally. yeah, yeah second point
2: uh, uh, but, so how hey, i but this is how i got into trouble uh funnily enough they have the the, the the people that were pushing back against it online to me were, were a lot of women and it was really fascinating. I had a one woman who was saying to me, well, how would you feel if like one of your favorite characters swapped gender? And Mm. you know, remember as kids, we loved Battlestar Galactica. Mm -hmm. When they brought uh, Battlestar Galactica back, they changed Starbuck to a woman and you know, Starbuck in the new Battlestar Galactica was fantastic. I said, that's, it's going to be fine. And then Mm. I was saying to this woman, well, you know, like, It's going to be really good for young girls to be able to look up and have a role model, Mm. someone that they can Mm. get into. And she still wasn't believing me on that. She kept pushing back. And then I was like saying, well, maybe we should just wait until it comes out. Like, you know, like here's the, here's the thing. Why don't we just wait and then see it? And then we can decide whether it's good or not. Mm. And then she wrote to me and said, oh, well, thanks for mansplaining it. And I'm like going, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm mansplaining to a woman why a female mm. doctor is going to be good for young women. Like, that just makes no sense to oh, me. You can't no. win, mate. This is the problem you think that you
1: can have. You can't win. If right. you're having an argument online, right. particularly if it involves any kind of gender issues, right? you can not win. That's the rule. Don't right. do it. I don't know why I got
6: sucked into it. But not, anyway, that's no. why I can't talk but to Cape Blanchard anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great to see Hammer at your age That you, you're starting To get passionate About the really Important things mate, mate The important issues Mate I'm getting I'm getting passionate About that because The
1: rest of the world Is too terrifying <laughs> Speaking of terrifying If you'd like to go And see Akmal Performed <laughs> <Femme Standard. laughs> Tonight at the Comedy oh. store At Moor Park From 7pm Doing Transparent Or some iteration Of that show We'll just see how Akmal feels on the night Ak is always good To catch up with you mate We'll see you again soon I better go I've got to go to work Hammer can you Please make sure that uh, Akmal leaves the building. I can yeah. do that. I <laughs> <Thank you, laughs> take anything on the way out. Yeah.
6: It's, it's been nice. It's been lovely. Really. No, it has. It take has, that, has take been absolutely
1: m- Meet Vincent with you too. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh come on. No. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Big thanks to the Xperia XZ premium smartphone from Sony. Wow, footy is only about 50 minutes away with our very own Triple M call team. Ryan Gurler, Dan Ganane joining me live from the SCG. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello. Come in. This is great. What a, what come a, in. Come, coming in from <laughs> live from our studios there at the SCG. Got yeah. you there. Boys, uh, Dragons versus Rabbitohs tonight at the Sydney Cricket Ground. A bit special, a bit of a treat.
5: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great place to, uh, to play and a great place to call from. And it's a great place to come and, and watch footy and a lot of nostalgia here. And hopefully we get a few people in. Six o'clock game, obviously, you know, people need to get home from work and make an effort to get down here. But, gee,
4: Dan, it's worth it, isn't it? I mean, is there a better oh, place amazing. to play, play sport? You know, look, it's a round venue, but most places to watch the game here are pretty bloody good. I mean, you only need a little bit of elevation. It's a great old place, mm. even for, for rugby. I remember the first time I came here, I didn't really come here as a youth, but there was a game where Gordon Tallis went absolutely berserk. I think it was about 95 for the old St. George Dragons. Uh, but I don't think you came here many times either, Gertz, because you're a woolen long boy, of course, so yeah. you
5: wouldn't have got up here many no, times. No, no, no. By the time I was sort of ready to jump in the car and get up to Sydney, that we'd moved to the SFS. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, never got to... So the old man used to live around the corner. He came to the games quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, I never got to witness a, uh, a game back in the, uh, the the days at the SCG, which was a shame.
1: Look, uh, Gurds, you haven't, you haven't played at the SCG, and there's a different type of turf there compared to, um, uh, you know, what is predominantly or entirely, um, you know, rugby league um, uh, grounds? You've got an oval there, different grass, different surface. Is that how does that weigh into the the players and the approach for the, the coaches tonight?
5: It, it does a little bit, Mez. I mean, I never I never played here, but I have played at uh, North Sydney Oval, and and back when. Uh, they were still using that. The Bears, I got to play there a few times, yeah. and it is different, especially for the general play kickers. It, it's sort of hard to get their bearings a little bit. And, uh, yeah, as, a, as an outside back, the, the sidelines can often sneak up on you because you're looking at the, the boundary line, and all of a sudden you're running over the, the, uh, the, the, the sidelines. So it can be difficult for the players, but, um, yeah, gee, it'll be a good experience for them. And it's, and it's short. The grass is really short, so it'll be quick tonight. There'll be a bit of dew on there, so it'll be a bit slippery, but great conditions all in all.
1: And how does I mean? Obviously, it's it's a, a kind of a hallowed ground. Is it a different kind of aspect? Do you think mentally for the players going out there, they think there's a different mindset? Because you know, like it's when you go to the SCG just as a punter and you're in the stands, it's got a real feel to
4: it. Is that kind of you know transition to the players? I remember Good's um, Sammy Burgess when he played his first game here. I think he might have been uh, injured and in doubt, and he made sure he played because he he you know, a pommy, yeah. knew about the history of the Sydney cricket ground and, and wanted to be here. And he could probably miss tonight's game, frankly, but he is the type of bloke that says, well, most weeks, I'm going to play no matter what. And so there are players, not yeah. many of them understand the history of the game, I think it's fair to say, but there are some that realise this place is iconic. You know, and, yeah. and these two teams, and this is now the fifth straight year they've played a game here. So, you know, they're, you know, they're building a nice little uh, history here. Dragons upset them last year. Um the table's are turned this year. Could South upset the Dragons? Well, you never know after the Dragons what yep. happened last week against the Knights. So, it, you know, I think we're shaping up for a contest.
1: Yeah, patchy, they've got patchy form, the Dragons, but uh, they're still red-hot favourites going into tonight.
4: Yeah, the, well, they
5: are. And I guess because they've got so much more to play for, Maz. But the fact of the matter is I think everyone misses... The point of, you know, you don't want to limp into the finals. Everyone's talking about the battle now between Penrith and South Sydney and, and possibly even the Eagles at the back end of the season trying to win enough games to get into the finals. But it's not about just scraping into the finals. It's about going into the finals and believing that you can actually, you know, you can compete in the big games at the end of the season. So these sides, they're not just looking for points. They're looking for performance. They're looking, you know, to improve on what's been a pretty ordinary patch. For the Dragons, and if they are to make the finals, they can go in there and actually, you know, make a bit of a difference. Otherwise, if they keep going on the same path, uh, same as Penrith, they're just going to get into the finals and they're going to be bowled out in week one.
1: And speaking of just getting in the finals after last weekend, the Tigers look like they're making their (laughs) run nice and late, but (laughs) still (laughs) half a chance. I mean, obviously they've got your mob, the Panthers, on Sunday, Uh, so you know. Yeah, but
5: uh, they were good last week, man. I mean, you know, they were
1: dominant. the last,
5: the last three or four weeks, the yeah. message is really starting to sink in from Ivan, and uh, and look. Uh, Penrith have got a lot to play for, and they're going to be a real thorn in the side on Sunday, so that's no given for the Panthers.
4: And, and look, the, the Tigers, they're playing like an Ivan Cleary team now, yep. yeah. and if four or five teams can get wiped out by the cap in the next month, then they will make <laughs> the <laughs> finals, and they will be nuisance <laughs> And it's look, like, apparently Aaron
5: Woods is doing everything he can to get out of the Bulldogs contract <laughs> oh. because he's watching them play. And, oh, yeah. and, but obviously, oh. with the salary cap issues at the moment, and there's more going to um, you know come to hand later on in the season, early next season, but, yeah. you know, those contracts still haven't been registered, as I believe, Dan. And no. they're going to need to move some people at the Bulldogs well, to they be able should... to get those two guys in. Otherwise,
4: well, they might. He might be at the, they've, at the Tigers. They've said Foran and Woods are safe, but you don't know. You just don't know. Because we still don't know the bloody cap. Yeah. The grand final's nine weeks away. We don't even know what mm. the cap will be for next season. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, boys, just really quickly before I let you go, uh, Cowboys versus
1: Storm. The second game tonight... Uh, that is obviously you've got to think, if that's at 1 300 smile stadium nothing says football like 1 300 <laughs> smile stadium uh, boys what are, what are your thoughts on that going?
5: I just don't think anyone can beat Melbourne at the moment. They were so clinical last week and they seem to be building to something really special and they're lapping everyone at the moment, Mez, and I think they'll be too strong
4: for the Cowboys. If yeah, Munster's out, so maybe, but, geez, you back Melbourne enough times, you'll go break pretty quickly.
1: Well, 45 minutes time from now, you can tune in, or stay tuned, to Triple M for the boys calling the game live from the SCG. Lads, thank you very much for your time. Ryan Girdler, Dan Ganain. Thank you, Mez. Till next week.
6: Here
0: comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit... Where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor.
5: Hi, I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts in starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit buying stock, hiring people, and paying their taxes. So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor, a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick, I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app.
1: And I love talking about Sydney. Sometimes I talk about Sydney so much historically that it becomes boring. <laughs> I, uh, I took a chance earlier this week, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought there was something quite interesting. I love facts and, and, and little tidbits about Australian history. And specifically, yeah, you do. I, yeah, Because it's good. And it's great to know, you know, how things have formed and how things have come about. This is a very old city now, a couple hundred years old, and you know, it's good to know how things were formed. And uh, I think it is. I, I could you be have I have wrong.
3: I have forgotten more things that you've told me about this city than most listeners would believe. Yeah,
1: but that's only because you're half wit. But you know, um, <laughs> no, that's unfair. You're a bit I'm more. I'm a three, three quarter wit. Three yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did this little segment early this week.
0: You live in this city, but do you know what lies beneath? This is an incomplete history of Australia's first colony. This is Sydney Uncovered.
1: Okay, so what I do is I find a little piece of history from this city that you may or may not know about, and then I kind of rewrite it and put a couple of jokes in there maybe. That's all all it was. Now, we're not sure whether or not this is going to become a weekly segment. It's still up for debate. I I was waiting for somebody from potentially from the program department here to say, yeah, History's great, mate, but leave it off the radio. That hasn't happened as yet. <laughs> Obviously, they haven't heard it. So here is Sydney Uncovered, and what I want to know is, if it does go on, what should we do next? This is the story of the Sydney Tank Stream, the settler's first water supply. When Captain Arthur Phillips sailed into Sydney Harbour on January 1788, searching for a place to take a crap after a pretty hectic sea voyage, he sailed around Bennelong Point, now the site of the Sydney Opera House, and saw a wide mouth stream running into Sydney Harbour. Here, Philip established a new colony of people too stupid to wear shorts in summer and zero understanding of agriculture. Two perfect ingredients for cannibalism. Good planning. On exploring the stream, Philip discovered its beginnings in a swampy area between today's Hyde Park and Sydney Town Hall. Part of that swamp is still inhabited by a bunyip called Koshi at Martin Place. As the water source for both humans and their livestock, it was essential to maintain water quality in the stream. No pissing in it, Troy. Troy? Oh, f***, seriously? Who invited Troy? Philip, with limited resources at his disposal and an increasingly desperate need for water, set his convicts to deepen the stream. Slaves, getting shit done since 1788. (laughs) They excavated the sandstone riverbanks in three or four places to create storage tanks. These tanks gave the stream its name, the Tank Stream. Governor Philip returned to England in 1792 due to ill health and a realisation that the best way to deal with a problem is to make it someone else's. In his absence, commanding officer Major Gross made a significant environmental decision. He allowed the military to build houses and pig in the tank stream's greenbelt, causing pollution and illness. Such a Troy thing to do. As the population grew, the quality of the water became a problem as people stopped wanting to drink what they called Brown Fanta. By 1828, all attempts to save the tank stream for drinking water were abandoned, and it became an open sewer. And if you see some of the people come out of Tank Nightclub on a Saturday night, it makes total sense. Not even Justin Hems, with his mercurial marketing of venues, can sell the public a venue called Shit River. So, Tank seemed like a good option. The stream was eventually fully buried beneath the growing city. And today, the tank stream functions as a stormwater drain. I blame Clovermore. <laughs> oh, that was always going to happen. I, uh, you know what? I think that might be the closer every week. I feel like Clover's going <laughs> to cop it a bit that's from this segment. It's always going to be, and I blame Clovermore. Clover uh, taking suggestions. We've got one coming through from Dave and Panani. Dave, great to have you on the show again, mate.
2: Afternoon guys. Love the segment. It's 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 gonna go off this
1: one. Well we'll see. Top, we'll
2: see. Top ratings, it's sorry. either gonna go off. <laughs> I,
1: I literally just got a message from my boss Jamie Angel saying history's great, mate. Keep it off the radio. Yeah, exactly it, as I said he would. It
3: might just go off as
1: in He's no longer on the show. Dave, you got a suggestion well, for next week. Sydney uncovered.
3: I do and I think the
2: boss is gonna like this one. Let's go let's go talk up King's Cross. Ooh
1: <laughs>
3: Good. Any any specific history aspect of King's Cross that you wanna speak uh, about, Dave?
2: I'm only new to Sydney, and I believe there's a lot of clubs in the area. So, right. you know, oh, I don't mind going to a local club
1: and
4: yep. uh,
2: having some dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe along those lines.
1: Okay. Oh, I'll look, I'll, uh, I'll delve into the rich <laughs> tapestry that is King's Cross history and have a look mm. there. I was also thinking about James Roos Drive as well, because I think uh, James Roos is a character, historically has got a, a lot of, um not a lot to answer for, but he's certainly contributed a lot more to Sydney than most people in Sydney would think. But is that boring, Dave? I don't know. I'm prepared oh, to take the oh. risk.
2: That's that's for the week after, mate. There's a couple of weeks so there of go. gold.
1: This is, this Dave, is do you it. want
3: a job as a producer, mate? Where you, you helping fill the show in advance? Whoa,
1: whoa, I'm... I'm thinking as an announcer. <laughs> <laughs> You've missed parts of the show this week. It's been a big I, week in America. Yeah, there has. And there's some really good highlights too. And I don't talk about it enough, but the podcast is really, really good for this show. And you can go and download it and you can hear the chat that I had with Mick Fanning earlier this week. Punched a shark, yeah. So, if you haven't punched a shark, he, have some respect for somebody who has. He also he revealed
3: what it was like to get attacked by a dog in South Africa yeah, as well. So,
1: he really hates South Africa, he, hasn't been hates kind to him. No. <laughs> so, the South Africa or animals doesn't like uh old mate Mick. Also, too, I had a chat with Tex Perkins from the Cruel Sea as well. He's a really, he's a great bike, legendary musician, and a really, really good chat as well. And, uh, and he talked about the, the Rolling yeah. Stones and how tiny they were. It's, tiny human beings, apparently. W- Revelations
3: about small people because we mm. found out earlier this week when we spoke to Tom Gleason that uh Larry is actually a
1: centimetre shorter than Grant Denyer. I know. I can't wait to see Larry but so the, I can tease him. Now about they'd that. have to
3: be the shortest people you've ever met in showbiz surely oh, No, meets.
1: no, I've met some tiny human beings. You'd be surprised how many of them are tiny. So
3: who who else is tall, uh, surprisingly small that you, you've met?
1: Uh like tiny tiny humans uh I mean do you count in show business Lam or uh, not no people with profile
3: no, I you know what I think I've got Grant Denyer covered but I no. appreciate that you include me in show
1: business. Thank you. David Spade, you know, David Spade, yes. little tiny David Spade. Yep. He is the smallest human being. That you've I've ever met, met in this no, no, the smallest human being I've met was Kenny Baker, who was inside oh, okay. the robot for yeah. R2-D2, yeah. but he is a human dwarf. Okay. Well, while we're Next here, to that, tell everyone what you did. I picked him up and tried to put <laughs> him on a chair once. Not David Spade, Kenny Baker, R2-D2. He wasn't in the R2-D2 costume. He was just being himself. And I went to go and pick him up and put him on a chair and I dropped him. Because he was surprisingly heavy. And then sometime after that, he died. Not related. <laughs> Not related. I have to keep specifying. They are two unrelated incidents. Yes, I picked him up. Yes, I dropped him on the ground. Then he died. There was some time between those two events. <laughs> I don't, why would I even say I that? I don't know. I don't know why I say these things. It's Friday. I haven't even been drinking. And now you I need to start drinking so I can get back po- acutely
3: pointed out that a dwarf is the shortest person you've met in showbiz.
1: I think so. And then David Spade.
0: Well, it's been a big week in Sydney. And as usual, it's time to call a meeting at the Merrickville Council Chambers to vote on which suburb gave us the best call this week. One of our favourite segments is the Hurt Locker, where listeners call in with the best way they've hurt themselves. But we're not sure James in Parramatta got the memo.
6: I'll see how one of our favourite places, Parramatta Lakes, me and some other guys trying to put a rope swing up. Uh, A 22-metre-long rope.
1: You right. put a knot in the rope yep. to throw over the branch of the tree, which end up getting caught in the fork of a tree. Yep. It was stuck and just not safe enough to be able to swing from. Okay. So someone had to climb the straight up the rope, the 22 metres, onto the Here branch go, James. To, uh, <laughs> right. to, to do it. I decided, yeah, it's my turn, I have a go. So I got all the way to the top. <clears throat> when I got up there, my arms were more fatigued than they've ever been. I sat there for about 20 minutes, had a cigarette. Yeah. OK, so so far, James, you've just
0: explained how you climbed a rope and been a bogan, but <laughs>
1: did you actually hurt yourself?
0: Luckily, Gary in Campbelltown came in to save the segment. Yeah, mate,
2: mine might be as uh, long and drawn out as that one. <laughs> good man, <But>, uh, Gary. <laughs> good going, guys. Mate, uh, we're out at uh, it's a Broken Bay at the camp out there on the Hawksbury yep. River. Yeah. There was a big flying fox, zip line, flying, and I was at the top of that, and they used a blanket to catch you when you got to the bottom. Oh, OK. But um, yeah, some fool yeah, some yeah, right. thought it was a great idea not to actually catch my body, but just catch my head as I went past. Oh! oh. So, so I just got a... Uh, the instant burka. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Ended up in medical centre for nearly
0: six hours in traction, waiting for... Uh, oh. oh! Making sure there was no permanent damage. But after the council voted, re-voted, had a smoker, and then voted some more, the winning suburb this week is... Picton, where Cliffo tried everything to get his daughter to sleep. She slept all right when her mum was there, but... I worked day shifts,
2: she worked Arvo. So mum wouldn't come home till one o'clock in the morning and she would not go to sleep. So I tried a lot of things and one thing I tried was wearing the old
3: bathrobe and, <laughs> and trying to look and smell like mum because oh. I was a bit of a mullet. Cliff, <laughs> and, um And it was all cool, fun
1: and game that couple would mates come round and have a beer one night.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, no! Yeah, yeah, be And they've gone, oh, look, it's Mrs Clifffire. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was only the bathrobe, right? no undies or nothing. <laughs> <it's okay>.
0: Get your Xperia XZ Premium smartphone from Sony today on plan or outright from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony with world-first smartphone technology like super slow-motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition. A camera so advanced it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's, visit sonymobile.com forward slash au. Merrickville 104.9 Triple M.